Good evening and welcome to the Wombles Had a Dream Sunday Debrief. My name is Lee Finch, your host tonight, uh, and we'll be discussing everything that happened yesterday at Sutton away. A nice 3-0 win away to what some people would say was a local rival, a, rival, a derby game. Uh, not in my eyes yet. I don't think we're there with them. Some people uh, are not big fans of Sutton, but yeah, I don't think it's a massive rival yet. But yeah, a nice 3-0 win on the road. Uh, we started the game with the 4-4-2, so it was an unchanged uh, team from the Colchester victory on Tuesday. So batting goal, Brown left back coming in for Pierce from Wrexham. Uh, then we had Johnson, uh, Lewis and Ogundia. And in a midfield four of Newfield, Tilly, uh, Reeves, Little, and in up front, Bugal and uh, Ali Al-Hamadi. So, yeah, 3-0. I thought the game, as we started uh, first half, was quite tight, quite tough. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention as well, if you have anything you want to say, if you want to speak, press that speak button. If you want to come on, have a say. Uh, this is the only place where we give fans a voice. The only place that listens to fans and let them have a say on their club. So come on, have your say, uh, speak. Otherwise, it's just going to be me talking to myself. I'm hoping George is going to say something because he's here. Because I, one, I got to have a word with him about Chelsea, and two, I think he was completely wrong in the podcast with, with regards to Ogundia. So I'd like to pull him up on that. Uh, but yeah, if you don't want to speak and that's not your thing, then put some uh, messages in the comments. Uh, and then we can go through them. Like Harvey Everard, the caveman's boy, has put hopefully first of many positive debriefs. Harvey, this is not just the first of many uh, positive debriefs. It's a positive podcast this season, it seems. Uh, this squad, this team are so likeable. We haven't had that in two years. The, the whole squad at the moment, the whole feel around the place is buzzing. And it's really good to have that about it. There's still some people that are not, we put a post out yesterday regarding has people's views on Johnny Jackson changed. There's a couple of negative comments still going around, which I don't think you're ever going to change. But yeah, it's good to have a positive, uh, positive place at the moment. And this squad is just so likeable. What I love about this squad, and I think most people will probably agree with me, is they uh, give 100%. People like Newfield, I, I've absolutely fallen in love with Newfield. I think he's brilliant. Uh, it's not just, I don't think he's had great games. It's just his attitude. For me, Newfield's attitude has been absolutely spot on since he joined. He was coming up against a team yesterday that he spent a season on loan for. And he loved it. You could see him geeing up the crowd, giving it to the crowd. Come on, give us some more noise. Do you know what I mean? The fact that he went up against Kizzy and was in his face the whole time. I love the fact that he got in uh, Eastman's face for one of the goals. I don't know if people have seen the video, but him and Ali love that with regards to Eastman. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Eastman. I like what he does. I like the fact that he does have shithousery in him. I like that kind of player. We were giving him some abuse at a corner. Well, I'd say not abuse, but a little bit of stick. And he turned around, he laughed it off. And I, I do love that. So, yeah, as I said, if you want to say something, if you've got something to say, press the uh, speak button. Come on, have your say. Let's speak about the Sutton game yesterday, what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, uh, and, and go from there. Otherwise, it's going to be me talking for an hour, which no one really wants to, to hear my voice for an hour. Uh, some more comments. Going to get this one in early. Al Hamadi, this is from Colmore. 
just unfit and rushed back too early or having a massive blip in goal scoring form, which we need to work through him. Overall, a great performance yesterday. Uh, Harry Lee Don wants credit Lee Brown. Definitely wanted rid of him last season, but he's been immense. Uh, regards to Ali Al-Hamadi, I, I think he's fit now. I think he looked sharp yesterday. What I liked about Ali's game yesterday and what I love as well is I love Omar Bugle. I think Omar Bugle is the Wimbledon player that we've been winning the last few seasons. I think he's been mustered. And uh, I thought Ali looked sharp yesterday. He looked on it. He gave their big, big centre-half, uh, what's his name, Oluwino or something like that. I can't pronounce it, but he came from Bromley. Good good centre-back, and they caused them the issues massively. And when he went off, it was it was good for us that Sutton took him off uh, because, yeah, we, we, we then got amongst them a little bit easier. Uh, I thought Ali, uh, I think he's just having a blip in form. I did say a week or two ago on the podcast that we need another striker because I think we are heavily reliant on Ali scoring goals. And that's from him having 10 good games last year where a lot of teams had finished for the season after January. A lot of teams had gone. Do you know what I mean? So he was on a good scoring run. But yeah, I think we're reliant on him to score goals, which might not always happen. Uh, and I think we do need another striker to come in. But it will come for Ali. 100% he's getting in the right places. He missed an absolute city yesterday. Uh, but then, thank God he did because we get a free kick two seconds later. Uh, and Johnson, uh, free header, rows like a salmon, smashes it into the net. Uh, and then, yeah, everyone's happy again. But, uh, yeah, I think Ali's just, I just think he's in a bit of a bad form, goal scoring wise. But he doesn't stop trying, doesn't stop getting in positions. And that's what you want from your strikers. Uh, Lee Brown, yeah, one one person uh, I would have got rid of as well is Lee Brown. Uh, not a big fan of his attitude around the place last season, but you can't maybe equate that to just him. There was a few bad eggs in the field. Uh, we've got rid of them. Uh, we have Brown now, uh, which I think he's uh, he's playing really well. Uh, I, I'd stick Curry straight in if, when Curry comes back uh, and he's fit enough, I'd stick him straight in because I think he'll help Nerfield out and uh, go up and down. Uh, that that wing, uh, the guy Trevor. Thanks for that. The the centre back was Sawum Sawunumi, Sawunumi. Decent centre back. A lot of people said about him joining us, but we got Joe Lewis, which is much better. But yeah, uh, regards to Brown, I think he's yeah he's he's looking spot on this year. I think he's he's doing the shit houseery in the right places. I think he's got Reeves as captain next to him, so Reeves is uh bossing him about. Uh, and doing what he needs to do. Uh, and I think, yeah, Brown's been uh, brilliant. As I said, if you've got something to say, come and press the speak button uh, and we'll talk about yesterday's game. Uh, I don't want to be talking on my own, which seems to be the case at the moment. So come on, people. Come and have your say regarding yesterday's game. Uh, so, yeah, I think one big point of yesterday's game as well is after we uh, go 1-0 up, uh, Joe Lewis makes an absolute worldie of a save. I, can't, I don't know who won the header for them. I thought it was good life at first, but I don't think it is. But the header, he, he, he gets his head on the ball uh, and from point blank range, uh, Lewis saves it. Uh, Lewis? Bass saves it and then Johnson clears the ball away. And yeah, that was a, a pivot, pivotal moment in the game for us because that would have gone back to one all. Our momentum would have stalled and uh, yeah, Sutton would have been back in the game. Uh, and I think Bass has been excellent again since he's come in. Uh, he did kind of drop one, which they hit the post from. Uh, Mark Rubridge has uh, asked to speak and saved me from speaking to myself. 
So just loading up now. Yeah, so that for me, the Basque save was huge yesterday in the game. Mark, how are we? You good? Mate, how are you? Uh, very well, mate. Very well after yesterday. Very happy. Good, yeah. Now, there's, there's two things. I thought I'd, I'd sort of, I'm walking the dog at the moment, so if you get any background noise, sorry about that. But um, there's two things that I think I'd, I'd probably say about the games this week. Um, I think, firstly, on Colchester, the way that the, the players all went over to Murphy um, after the first assist, I thought was brilliant. I mean, we didn't see anything like that last year. Um, and I think, actually, he's, he's had a probably some tough games early on. Um, he's been asked to do a lot of defensive work. And I think he was just all sort of really appreciating the job that he does. And then he he did another assist and he's been, you know, he's, he's, he's actually been brilliant for the team. Uh, and then the second thing is, um, I actually think that we've, you know, anyone in the league at the moment, the way I feel about it is we've got a chance against anyone. And I haven't felt like that for, for years. So I, I just I just think it's great at the moment. It's, you know, it's all really positive and, and I love it. And um I think, you know, long may that continue. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think people are saying, oh, it's early doors. We, we started well last year or the year under Robbo, we started well. And uh, and people are going, oh, you need to calm down. People need to calm down. I don't think so. I think we've had two years of absolute horrendous football where we finished fourth and bottom last year, relegated the year before. Uh, I think we need to enjoy these moments that are coming our way. Do you know what I mean? A 2-0 a away win, clean sheets coming in, 3-0 away win against a, a local team. I'm with you. I'm going home now from football. Before last year, I was going home not happy. Didn't really want to go that much. Didn't really want to do these. Didn't really want to do anything in regards to Wimbledon. Yesterday, I went home buzzing after Sutton. I even madly looked at the train times to see if I can get to Newport in a couple of weeks, which I don't think is going to be doable. One, because the prices are ridiculous and there's train strikes. And two, I don't think the missus really wants me going up to Newport when I've told her I'm not going to be doing that many this year because it's been rubbish. But yeah, as I said, I think it's done that kind of this season at the moment and the squad we've got has kind of changed it around for a lot of people. You know, I know a few people are gutted. They haven't got season tickets now. I'm not, I've not got a season ticket, but that's due to the fact where I live, not the fact that I, w- I would always get one if I could live closer. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's enjoyable now to go to games. And as you, I agree with what you said, Mark, with regards to Nurfield on Tuesday, I, I've seen that every time we score, the whole team and squad are together. Uh, and they celebrate, and they celebrate with the fans as well. You see them; they turn around, and it's the arm waving and getting getting the crowd up. And uh, yeah, so was you there? Was you at the game yesterday, Mark? Um, no, I can I, I can make the game yesterday. I'd, like you, I live in Hertfordshire, so I sort of have a bit further to go. But I was at Colchester because um, that's a bit closer for me. Um, but I was watching on iFollow on on, on yesterday. Um, but it's a really good point that you make about you know the the, the atmosphere, and everything else. Because after the Colchester game. I've emailed the club. My son has said to me, I want to be a mascot again because he's 11. He's, you know, he did it. In... Hello? Things are right on the pitch. Oh, sorry, Mark. We're... Sorry, Mark. We lost you a little bit there. We, we heard you say about your 11-year-old son wanting to be a mascot and then you, you dropped out. Yeah, sorry, I, I was just saying, he, he, I emailed the club in the week again about being a mascot. He wants to be a mascot again, wants to do it at Plough Lane. It's just, it just, it, you know, it, when the performances are good on the pitch, it just brings the whole thing up as well, doesn't it? You know, it just makes the whole experience better. 
Yeah, I I, I, I agree. I, I saw I saw Jonesy and a guy called John that I know yesterday. Uh, everyone knows Jonesy who designed the kit, and he's like, "Well, this is what three games, in, two games in a row." And I was like, "No, it's three games in a row, actually." I was like, "And I'm open to, I'm, yeah, do you know what I mean, I just want to go every game at the moment with this guy." I said, "You put a squad like that, and as a lot of women and fans have said previously." We just want players who are going to give 100% every week. And as I said, Newfield, for me, hasn't really turned it on on the pitch yet. But his ha- attitude has been absolutely flawless. I like what he's doing. I like the fact he's never given up. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he tries stuff. And also, as I said, he, he's proper in their faces. He's not going to get pushed around. Do you know what I mean? And these are Wimbledon players that we've wanted all the time. So, Sanch, uh, what did you want to say, mate? Hello, uh, Lee. Uh, just a key. I think I said it to you yesterday on the your. Uh, you put out something on the uh, the one plus seven dream. The key is Reeves. He's the leader we've been looking for for about three seasons. He, when he's not on the ball, he's barking at people. He's telling people what to do, and we've got a proper captain, and we haven't had that for about three years. So, he's massive for the team. And the biggest thing from yesterday was the fact that. We just didn't get bullied because Sutton are Wimbledon from the 90s. Big, physical, horrible. And, you know, we stood up to them. And on another day, we'd have probably got rolled over the last season, we would. But Bugle, to me, I think he's he's key as well. He he just, he's constant. He's he's on everyone, even when he's, you know, not on the ball. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I agree. I think with regards to yesterday, I think Mick Dorr made a great point. Uh, in his uh, write-up or so. I saw it yesterday on, on one of our posts possibly that he said uh, what he liked is the two games are totally different against Colchester we played more free-flowing football do you know what I mean tried to get behind them got our wingers involved uh, and then against Sutton we went a battle with them and it, it wasn't so much about the football at first it was about battling with them getting in their faces as much as they got into ours do you know what I mean and not letting them win the 50-50s or anything like that, we, we really went to war with Sutton yesterday, which, as you said before, previously, we've got, they've gone to war with us and absolutely, we've, we've rolled over and had our tummies uh, t- tickled. Well, yesterday, we were like, no, and we had people like Omar Bugle, which I think it meant a lot for him playing against Sutton because I know they've got a bit of stick. Uh, I'd like to say to Sutton uh, quickly, if there is any Sutton fans, uh, rest in peace, Curtis. I hope uh, everything's okay there. I don't know why they had a little cardboard sign with Curtis's Curtis dead, but R.I.P. Curtis. Hope hope he's okay. Or I hope uh, the family condolences to Curtis. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I just think going to battle with Sutton was massive for us yesterday. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good at the moment. Uh, Sanch, was you at the game yesterday? I was stood about fifty yards away from you, but I didn't want to scare you and come and say hello. I just, mate, I loved it. It was such a contrast from New Year's Day. You know, uh, I don't know if you was there last year, but that was like I said when. It all started to go wrong with the sale, and then. Uh, but yesterday we just looked, we looked up for it. Like I said, we weren't going to get outbeat, and like I said, Reeves to me is just, he's just the key at the minute. That pass he put out to Tilly for the third goal, you know, that was awesome. I, I think with any good team and any good team that goes out of this league, they have a good spine, and we've said it quite a lot before. We had uh, our spine before was say Zanev. Uh, Kalambayi, Towler, uh, and then you go Woodyard, or do you know what I mean last year, and then you go up front, and it, you you look at our spine this season, it's night and day. You look at you go through it, you go Bass, you go Lewis and Johnson, then you go Reeves, and then you go Bugle, and then as I think that's uh, the spine that you need. 
I think people uh, were underestimating how good Johnson was before uh, yesterday. I, I said to a couple of people around me, I was speaking to uh, one friend, and I said to him, he said, oh, Joe Lewis, what a player he is. I said, Johnson's better than Lewis. And he was like, nah, you're mad. I said, seriously, I said, because Lewis wears his shorts really tight, do you know what I mean? He does the nasty stuff really well, and I love Lewis, but Johnson is a better centre-back than him. He reads the game unbelievably well, just like everything he takes out of the air, and he just reads it so good that he can just, he's just so calm. He looks like he's strolling games. And for me, I think the two centre-backs we got now are better than anything we had last year, and that includes Riley Taylor. I think that Johnson and Lewis are both better than him. And if Stockport have got two better centre-backs, then Fluminero they've got two decent centre-backs then because I thought I think the two of them are amazing at the moment. Uh, and I think, yeah, Bugle really is decent up front. Uh, I, I, I like what I see. He, he's a big lad. He don't get pushed off the ball. But did you notice yesterday his, the leap on him? How high he jumps? I think that's one of the geezer. He was like, what, eight foot tall? And Bugle was jumping above him every time, winning headers, winning flick-ons. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's class for us at the moment. Uh, as I said before, if anyone has anything they want to say regarding the Sutton game yesterday, press that speak button. Come on and have your say. All views are welcome. Uh, or put them in the comments. We've got some comments here. Uh, Carl has put, if we are to get loans in, what positions do we want? Uh, I want only one loan to come in now. I don't want any more than one more loan. I want one loan, which is going to be a full-back cover who can play left-back or right-back. The only problem with a loan coming in would be, the say we get him from a Premier League team or a Championship team, is they might say that they have to play more games than, than we can give them. Uh, I like what Ogundir is doing. I thought Ogundir was at excellent again yesterday. I thought he'd done really well against their winger, Patrick, who people were telling us is going to be amazing. We should have gone after him. We should have signed him. Do you know what I mean? He's too good for this level. For Ogundir, literally put him in his pocket. I don't. I can't remember him getting any decent crosses in, really. I, I, I didn't think he was good at all. I thought Ogundir had him wrapped up pretty much straight away. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to see a loan in them positions because I think we need it with Curry and Biller been injured uh, and if we do lose Ogundir we haven't got right back if we lose Brown we're struggling and I'd like to see us go for another forward uh, but I'd like us to go and buy a forward use some of the Chelsea money uh, because I think we need that kind of Joe Piggott Dom Telford not Tom Delford we need Dom Telford someone like that who's going to stay up front do you know what I mean Ali Davison and Bugle pretty similar uh, Ali's the goal scorer but if Ali's goals don't come we need that guy who's going to score us the goals but uh yeah uh mark go on mate you had your hand up yeah hi lee and um, i was just going to say yeah just going on from the point about ryan johnson first i i, I think he's been brilliant as well love love proper proper center half right um but how good have we been against the long throw i mean Wrexham did it loads you know even though there was long grass you know they they kind of they, they were throwing the ball in long every single time and i felt that we dealt with that really well and sutton did it as well and it's like, even stuff like that, we are so much better organised. And, and the guys at the back, they're really doing a good job at the moment. Yeah, agree. As I said, I think they're absolute mustard, to be fair. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, I, there's nothing... I can, no more plaudits I can give the two centre-backs at the moment. And we've still got Pierce on the bench, who I think is decent at this level. Uh, we've still got Callum Bailly to come back. Yeah, I think, as I said, if we can get enough full-back in Ogden, Deer can go around and, and play centre-back if ever needed. Yeah, I, I think the centre-backs are amazing. Uh, there's a couple 
of people on here. Tim Probert, 42 games to go, boys. Let's not start playing with ourselves in mid-August. Uh, well, I'm I'm literally full out playing with myself right now over yesterday's performance. I'm not I'm not scared to say that. Do you know what I mean? I went home literally. I know there's women listening, so I don't want to upset the females here. But yeah, I went with an absolute stonking hard on after watching that game yesterday. It was uh, everything you want from women in performance. We've been saying it for years losing to Sutton and getting absolutely ripped apart by Sutton. We went there. We could have conceded goals against Colchester. Could It's the same. They had a couple of chances. But we rode our luck, which you do, and we went on and beat them 3-0. We have now, I think, what scored, conceded one goal in the first four games. I don't know what people want. And uh, Matt has put Last season table after four games against end of season Orient Steven North all stayed up there till the end. And I think that's I think that's massive. If you look at the table, we had one win in the first four games last year. Slayton Orient, Northampton, Stevenage had all won three straight off the bat. Uh, and I think that's the thing. you we're finding form. We've got strength in depth. Uh, and that's what I like at the moment. We have got strength. Pell came on yesterday. Davison came on yesterday. And I thought both of them were superb as well when they both come on. Pell's first touch, he scores. I think he was brilliant when he came on. Suited the game that he has. You know what I mean? Winding them up, getting amongst it. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Al Snow, uh, the results have been brilliant. But for me, it's the intangibles that have been the big difference to last season. We just feel like a Wimbledon team now and I think that is the difference for a lot of Wimbledon fans and a lot of Wimbledon fans as I said are going home happier because we are a Wimbledon team and people, some people don't get it when you say to them we need a Wimbledon team if you speak to fans of other clubs saying it's not Wimbledon they're like well the times have changed there is no such thing as crazy gang anymore you couldn't be the crazy gang it's not always about that it's just about having 11 blokes on the pitch who are going to give 100% and appreciate the fans are giving 100% and I think that was the thing yesterday again for me is the fans were superb in the stands. The players were superb on the pitch. Sanchez, is there anything you want to say to, the, to them comments that we've had so far? Um, no, just sort of, you know, I agree with what you say. The only thing I would say, and I don't want to be a party piece, but we've got to manage January better because I know that's when it's caught us out in the past. But I think at the minute, it's all very rosy. You know, we're looking good. Long way it continue. Just hopefully Al Hamadi when he comes back because he's gone away now, isn't he? I think to uh, September he goes friendly. away. September, okay, not far away. You know he's got to find his shooting boots because at the minute he just seems to look a little bit like he's snatching a bit. You know, and I'm no expert, but once he starts scoring, I think you know the goals will flow. But we've been so starved of any sort of uh, I don't know what the word is, but. Not success, but this just, you know what, even if we'd lost the last few matches, I don't think anyone would have really moaned because everyone's gone out there and put a shift in. The thing is, you said there about January, it worries you about January because I'm not worried about January. You know why, Sanch? Go on, mate. Because we're going to be champions by Christmas. So it doesn't matter come January. We've already won that. They might as well give us the trophy at the end of the January transfer window. Because it's all this team is unbelievable this year. I said it on the podcast the other day. There is something special happening. I know people say, well, in five weeks' time, when we've lost to Newport and we've lost here and we've lost there, and I'm calling for Johnny Jackson to to resign or get sacked. But at the moment, I think it's time to just enjoy the moment. We've had such bad moments. It's been so bad for a couple of years. This team, I don't like. Little is just playing so much better than he did last year. And again, I think you're right. I think it's the Reeves effect. With Reeves there, I don't. You can't sleep anymore. There's players. I've, I can't. The last two games, Colchester 
and Sutton, rating them out of 10. I know McDaws scores are at, scores on the doors is absolutely mental. Like, I think he said about Bass, he, he wouldn't even sell him. He wouldn't even get in the Real Madrid team at the moment. I love that. I think he's brilliant for that kind of thing. But uh, I can't I can't mark anyone below a seven at the moment in the last two games. I think they're all sevens, and 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 I, I'm looking through this and thinking, well, they're they're performing week on week because they know if they don't, you've got James Ball sitting there going, well, I want to come and play. Pell goes, I want to start. Do you know what I mean? Davison, I thought was, I said when he came on yesterday, was excellent because he knows Ali's off. For, I think he's off for two games. He misses Stephen Inch in the paint trophy and he misses Stockport uh, for the friendlies. I think he's got, or whatever he's got to go play. But yeah, I think by that time though, we might have done a bit of business with the trans- transfer window. Uh, Jamie Taylor's asked, uh, any, is Dom Telford unlikely? He's Crawley's captain. Uh, do we need a first striker if we have Sasu, which to me is an Aziz-style project that can come on and cause bother with his speed? Yeah, I do think we need a striker. I think Dom Telford could be likely. Uh, I, From what I'm hearing and stuff, I know he's Crawley's captain. The only issue we might have now is Crawley have started pretty well uh, and he might stay there because that that's a project that he might think, well, actually, I'll, I'll do well here this season and then get a move. But uh, yeah, hopefully... Uh, we can we we need a, we need another striker for me. Sasu, as good as he is, uh, he's very raw. I think we need uh, and again he's too similar to what we have with regards to Ali, uh, Bugle. Both got both got pace, both big, both can win headers. We need that guy who's just going to score goals or like a Piggott for me. But Joe Piggott's had his day. But yeah, a, a, a Joe Piggott style striker. Uh, Womble G, we look a totally different beast this year and long may it continue. Agreed. Who do we have as a backup for Oggs? Because I think Oggs will go the whole season playing week in without, without injury. Uh, yeah, I agree, Hector. I think we need, that's why I said, I think we need to bring someone in left back, right, who can play both positions. Maybe a young premiership uh, fullback uh, who don't they don't mind if he's going to sit on the bench. The only issue with that, as I said, with a lone player coming in, is a lot of them want them to play. And I don't think we can guarantee that at the moment. It's such, it is such a shame that Billa has the injury record that he has because he would be mustered in his team. He is a great footballer, but unfortunately, he's got a worse injury record and Will Nightingale, and that's saying so. Sanch, yes, mate? Last one, I promise not to speak in what. The only thing I think, if I'm being overly critical, what I'd love to see is we make Ploughline a fortress. Because I can't, you know, I know we beat Coventry. I wasn't at that game. I saw the Wrexham game. But if we could start getting the wins at home, that would be unbelievable. Because last season, I can remember sitting there just thinking before the game started, we're going to do well to get a draw today. But every game I've been to, I just think we look like we can win. And if we could do that at home, it, it could just be huge. No, I, I totally agree. And I, I think if you look at the fixture list when the fixtures come out, uh, people said the first four fixtures were quite tough. So we had Grinsby away. Grinsby had done a bit of business. It's a tough place to go first game of the season. We, we were a penalty away from winning that game. Then we have Wrexham, where apparently they're Champions League. The old Big Billy Bog, uh, Billy Big Bollocks uh, team came down. Uh, I thought they were average. I thought we, we, we played them really well. Uh, I think we, other than a deflected goal, we probably go on and win that game as well. Uh, and then we have Colchester away. I think most people would have said that's the game you, you you look to win in that run. And then we go to Sutton, which again, after the last two 
two times where we've played Sutton when we've been totally off it and they've battered us, we get we win three nil. And it could have been four or five. I know they had a couple of chances, but we really did play well against Sutton yesterday. And uh yeah, it's good to see. Again, if you have anything you want to say, at the moment it's just me, Mark and Sanch. If you do have anything you want to say, press the speak button, have your say. This is the only platform that gives you, the fans, a voice. Come and have your say, good or bad, we don't care. We'll, we'll let you debate and uh, have that say. Uh, before I just come to you, Mark, I just want to go through another couple of messages. Uh, Mike T said, Telford's penalty yesterday was shocking. Well, we'll fit in straight away with them with uh, with Ali's penalties. Matt, again, positives, undefeated, not conceding, started scoring goals, next six games. I See, Matt, I don't get this with regards to, I've seen this a couple of times for you, that we've only played teams that are 20th, 21st, 22nd. As I just said there, Grinsby are going to, Grinsby before the season started were playoff contenders. Wrexham are champions elect and should be getting in the uh, automatics. Do you know what I mean? We, 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 look bad against them. Colchester give you Sutton again. Uh, I pick them as a dark horses. They've signed some really good players and if they get going, I think they'll beat teams. I'm not too fussed about where people are at the moment in the league. I think we just take it game by game. We beat anyone who comes our way and then, as I said, Christmas, give us that trophy. Uh, I love Bass. A good goalkeeper changes everything. Totally agree. Uh, go on, Mark. What did you want to say, mate? Um, I was, it was probably following on from the question you just had, actually, which was how hard do you think the start's been? Because we, we've had three away games, right? Um, and we've performed really well. I think, you know, seven points away. Brilliant. Um, Wrexham at home. Um, last year, I think, at this point, we probably had five points, but we played Gillingham, I, I, th- I think, uh, Hartlepool and, and someone else that was rubbish. And then we had, then we had Crawley. So, you know, are we in a, you know being realistic. I, I mean, I, I think it passes the eye test because I think the brand of football playing is a lot better. Um, but how how hard do you think the start's been? And, you know, realistically, where do you see us going from here? I, I think I think it's been, a, a, a on paper, it's a tough start. Very tough. As I said, Grimsby away on the first, time, uh, first game of the season is a tough place to go. We saw that when we went up there at the end of the season. Very tough. As I said, a lot of people say they're, they're going to be up amongst it. Uh, yeah, always tough. I thought it might be a draw because first game of the season, you're kind of feeling each other out. But yeah, you got there. We missed a penalty. I said, we're, I think we said it the other day on Saturday that we were, what, two penalties away from a, a perfect record at the moment uh, and, and, and being 12 points from 12, which most people would have ripped your hands off for that. And I think taking the seven points that we currently have, is, is unbelievable. And as I said, Colchester is probably the only one where you look at them first four games, five games with Forest Green coming down. I think we can do Forest Green as well. Uh, you look at them on paper and go, well, where are we going to get the wins? You draw against Grimsby. Most people would have had Wrexham to beat us. Uh, Colchester, you win that. And then Sutton, you just, most people were p- predicting a draw yesterday. Uh, before the season started. It's only the last couple of games that they've seen us play and go, actually, we can do Sutton. And I think, yeah, we did. We did a number on them. We did what Sutton had done to us and many other teams. We did it to them. Uh, and I'm all for that. Uh, Kevin, what did you want to say, mate? Yeah, good evening, everyone. Um, I'd be with you on the start as it goes. I think if you looked on paper, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's been a tough start. Probably Colchester was the only game you probably could have thought, do you know what, we should go there and beat them. Um, certainly Wrexham and yesterday, you know, to get a win over them was was massive. I think we've had this massive voodoo 
Um, for me, yesterday, it was a proper, proper performance. Um, and, I mean, we was on the uncovered bit, so we were right behind the uh, the pass from Reeves, and it was just unreal. And what was even better was the way Tilly took the ball down um, with the outside of his foot. I mean, it was just an unreal goal. But more pleasing was seeing a, a score from two set pieces, something we haven't really done much of recently. Um, and it was just nice to see that we could do that as well as score the, uh, you know, the goals we've been scoring. So um, just a great day. I think a great day to get that one over them um, and push on. And hopefully, yeah, three points next week against Forest Green and and we're away and running. But no, I don't think it's been a, an easy start. I think it's been a tough start. And uh, I think the return's been really good. Yeah, no, again, totally agree. As previously, I said, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I said, I think Mick Doyle put it perfectly on Tuesday night. We played some free-flowing football. Saturday, we went toe-to-toe with a team. And if we can do that, if we can mix it up, which I think is good. The only, I think, the only thing I've seen that I kind of agree with Johnny Jackson at the moment, and the thing that you could is his subs are very samey at the moment. So Harry Pell coming on, Davison coming on, but then what else do you do when Bugle and Ali have run themselves into the ground? Ali yesterday, he literally ran himself into the ground. He could There was one point when the ball came over the top, you could see he just couldn't run anymore. So it was take him off. Davison and Pell come on. I thought Davison and Pell done really well when they come on. So, as I said, I've seen some complaints regarding the subs being very samey, which you could probably agree with. But, yeah, just take it as it is at the moment. It is. A, I would agree. It is a bit samey, but it's better to have samey as, in, uh, as opposed to the last two seasons where we've had no subs. I mean, he, he clearly last year had no bench, did he? There was no changes for him to make. And, yes, he is doing the same thing. And do you know what? If you do it all the way through the season, the chances are when you know after 10, 15 games, clubs will clubs will pick up on it and they'll see what we're going to do. But do you know what? If you look back at twenty sixteen, we did the same then. You know we had Lyland, Lyland sort of what's it starting and Tom starting, and they'd play for 65, 70 minutes, and then Bayo and Aziz will come on and bash everybody. So it worked then. So do you know why wouldn't it work now? No, I totally agree with you, Kev. I totally agree with that. A uh, couple points on the comments. Uh, Gianni has said, does Curry come straight in for Brown when fully fit? I don't think he does, not instantly. Anyway, I disagree. I think Curry comes straight in for Brown when Curry is fully fit. I think with Curry going down that left with Newfield, uh, he can defend as well. I think, yeah, he has to come in and give us that dimension. Uh, Jamie Taylor again, with this squad, are 20 games or whatever, without a win, a thing of the past. I really hope they are because it's painful when you go on them runs. The last two seasons that we've done it, it has been painful. It causes issues off the pitch as well because fans start fighting amongst each other. At the moment, I see a really good vibe around Wimbledon. At the ground yesterday, it was a good vibe. It was a good atmosphere. That then goes onto the pitch with the players and they play, uh, I say, give, gives them an extra 1%, maybe possibly more. But yeah, hopefully we'll see it the other way this uh, this season that we go on runs where we don't lose a game for 20. Do you know what I mean? We win, just, we, we have the deadly, seven deadly sins again or seven deadly wins as it was. Uh, and we, we have that kind of uh, season this year. Uh, Womble G again, Reeves passed the Tilly for his goal was premiership pass. And the finish wasn't bad either. I think that's the difference. Reeves, for me, yesterday, he wasn't his passing it around free flow himself. But he got stuck in, got the ball. And then he has that technical ability, that touch of class, that he can just get it and bong, put a ball over to Tilly like he did. Let's talk about James Tilly. Uh, 
I didn't think he was going to be the player that he's been for us when we first signed him. I thought he'd be good, but I didn't think he'd be this good. Is it just the fact that he's hit the run, uh, ground running with us and found form straight away? Or are we looking to use him a lot more because he's... I saw a clip against Colchester the other day where... Uh, no, against Sutton, sorry, yesterday. He had about three players around him. No one could get the ball off him. Couldn't get near him. What? Everyone listening, again, if you have something you want to say regarding the game yesterday, any of the players, the the, the crowd situation, anything you want to say, uh, press that speak button, put some comments in and we'll go through them. Uh, yeah, James Tilly, is he being a better player than you thought? Uh, Kev, I'll go to you first. Kevin? Um, yes, mate, 100%. Yeah, I mean, he, he looked... He looked good in a av- well below average probably that sort of team, but yeah, he's been. I mean, he, he he's everything you want really. You know, he, he he's he, he's pacey. He'll run at people, and obviously he's scoring scoring goals. So yeah, he's more I think than uh, than you'd expect. And at the moment, you'd be worrying about someone snuffling him in January rather than uh, than others. So yeah, I think he's been brilliant, mate. A really good uh, a really good addition. No, I agree, agree. And uh, someone else just made the point that his song is worth a mention as well. Yeah, I love his song. I think it's brilliant to ever come up with that. Fair play to you. Mark, what, what are your thoughts on Tilly? Is, is he, did you think, oh, we're signing this Crawley player? Can't be that good if we played Crawley last year? Because a lot of people wouldn't have known who he was. Only your real League Two enthusiasts kind of knew. I didn't, to be fair. But what was your thoughts on him? Um, I think I think I thought initially, I, you know, his work rate was good. I thought Wrexham game, he was excellent. Um, I, I, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I wasn't one hundred percent certain until I saw him against Colchester, uh, and his finishing was excellent. Um, and I, I mean, I think he had six shots against Colchester, but he was always looking to go forward, always looking to take him on, always looking to try and get a shot away. And I just, I, I just thought that was brilliant. Um, so yeah, really, really impressed so far. Um, I think he's a good addition. I think those, those two wingers, uh, they're both proper players, aren't they? So I think you know that four in midfield just just feels like a very, very good midfield at the moment. No, great. So just before I come to you, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Gary the Irishman, Saxby, James Tilly is everything Ethan Chislett's dad thinks his son is. I think that's spot on from you, Gal. Uh, top of the morning to you as well, mate. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day from the other day. Uh, Sanch, uh, what did you want to say? What's, you, what's your views on uh, Tilly? And then I'm going to go to Adam Hillman. Mate, I've seen quite a bit of him uh, 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 Lee, because my boy uh, does stuff down at Crawley, sadly. But um, what we've got him doing for us, which is what he didn't do there, he's scoring goals. I think he got only four, was it, last season or whatever it was for at Crawley. So he can play, he can go both sides, and he just gives us something different. Uh, so, for me, it's a win-win at the minute. Long way to continue. I agree, agree. Adam, what did you want to say regarding the Sutton game yesterday? Hi, yes. Um, I'm really, really pleased with Tilly. I must admit, I thought, he was, I thought he was really not very good at the first two games. I thought he missed a load of chances. But the last two games, done really well. And I'm really happy with him. Happy to admit, I was completely wrong about him. No, again, I, I only saw the Wrexham game. I thought he was good. Again, this year is going to be, it's going to be a weird season, I think, this year in League Two because a lot of teams are battlers. They're not footballers. Do you know what I mean? Like, Wrexham was a battle. Sutton was a massive battle yesterday, and I think that's going to be the case. And, and with people like Tilly that can just do something out of nothing, then, yeah, I think it, it, it's good for us at the moment. And as I said earlier regarding uh, people like Johnson, I'm so glad we got these players on permanent deals. People like Johnson that have come in 
yeah, Lewis, I don't, this is a good, I, I, Lewis, I just think is brilliant, but yeah, he's alone and people say don't fall in love with lone players, but I just hope that they, they don't ever recall him. Uh, so yeah, so I don't know what else to say really. Come on people, come in and speak and tell us what you think of the game yesterday. Uh, did anyone have any issues at Saturday? Yes, I thought the stewarding was spot on. Uh, they were really good laugh. They really got involved. They, they talked to you like adults. Uh, yeah, it was really good to, uh, to have a chat with them and uh, yeah, they all wished us well as we were leaving. Uh, did people see the sign, the Curtis Dead sign? What did people make of the Curtis Dead sign? Uh, did you see that, Sanch? You would have seen that. What did you make of it? Mate, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, you know, I think it's not the most creative, is it? Um, but do you know what? I think, I know you said Sutton. I've got a feeling this season they might get caught out, personally, just uh, on a different tangent. You know what I did like, Lee, and just up your street? I don't think anyone had to smuggle in any bottle tops because they were selling bottles in there and allowing people to take them in with the tops on. Yeah, well, that was the same as Colchester. Colchester was really good. Colchester stewards, they let you stand, let you stand wherever you wanted. Uh, they even opened the gates uh, and let people out of the ground to uh, vape or smoke, if that was your thing. Uh, and you got bottle lids. Do you know what I mean? I, I drank my Coke, put the bottle lid back, put it straight in the recycling bin, uh, doing my part for the environment as well as for the club. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just mad to me that, unfortunately, at Wimbledon at the moment, we don't get treated like uh, adults from that side of it. But let's not bring the tone down too much. Let's talk about Wimbledon and the fact that we're on a big run of form. Forest Green is next on Saturday. They just recently signed Troy Deeney as a player coach. Is any worry, anyone worried regarding Troy Deeney on Saturday? For me personally, I'm not. I don't think he's played a lot of football recently. Uh uh, and this is one of the reasons, and I'm going to say it now, one of the reasons I would not be looking to sign Lyle Taylor is that he's not played any games of football in, what, a year, year and a bit. I don't think that's something that we need or anyone needs, really. So, yeah, anyone worried about Troy Deeney next week? Don't all come at me too quickly, yeah? Don't all come at me too fast. Mark, are you worried about Troy Deeney on Saturday? Hello? Is anyone here? Are we finished? Emerson has put, I think Dean is completely past his time and has no real coaching experience. Yeah, agree. Kev, what do you think of Dean? I think Mark might have left us, unfortunately. <laughs> I guess the silence means no, doesn't it? Um, no. <laughs> no, I'm not, mate, to be quite honest with you. I think it's, um, you know, I, I, I think it should be quite a comfortable three points against the team that have come down. Obviously, low from the like the relegation and probably feeling pretty much the same as we did last year. Like you know, it's it's going to be another poor season. So no, I don't think that's going to do too much for him. And I don't think he's probably the sort of signing they really should have been looking at. Um, one thing I did want to add was um, I read Mick's uh, blog yesterday uh, yesterday evening about the humble pie, and uh, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be on a lump of that as well if this carries on. So um, and I'll be quite happy to eat it. I, I I totally agree with you, Kate. This is what I was just about to say. Uh, it makes me laugh. We do this Sunday debrief for every Sunday, obviously after games and stuff. And last year I couldn't couldn't. We had people queuing up to come on and speak, and and literally just like go mad because we lost one nil to someone or something weren't right. This this time we win three nil away from home on Saturday. We won two nil on Tuesday. 
I'm begging people to come on and speak. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? No one wants to say anything. I know everyone's happy, but people must be happy and say, like, this is the case. This is what's happening. But yeah, maybe because we're winning games and everyone's happy. It's, can... it, it, it's, it's weird, isn't it? You know, if you, if you think back, um, you've probably got to go back to, and really, you know, the first half of 2016 was, was an average season. It was only for the run sort of from Christmas onwards that we really sort of looked anything. But since then, I think there's just been so much bad for people to focus on. I think everybody's a little bit sort of stunned by it all, really, aren't they? It's like, yeah, almost like we don't know what to do. You know, we've, we've, <laughs> we've had so... Well, no, no, we've, we've had so much shit over the years that, like, when the good comes along, it's like, well... What do you do? How does this work? You know, if you're, I guess, if you're you're a Man City fan or or something like that, you know, you just expect it, don't you? But we don't, do we? You don't, you know. I think it's been said, but you don't support Wimbledon to see, you know, see us win every week and do that. We go for other reasons, and I think people are just sort of might almost struggling to sort of get a head around it. Yeah, and I think there's a case of people are too scared. You know, like. As I said before, you've been cheated on in the past by your missus. Get a new girlfriend who seems to be wonderful and you're worried that something might happen again. I think that's the same with women in this season is that people are so scared. We're, we're winning games, we're performing well and think, right, I don't want to fall in love with Jackson just yet just in case he turns around and starts kissing another man behind my back. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's that, it is though because it's like, well, and then we go like five games without a win now. We lose Forest Green 2-0. Everyone go, right, that's fine. We'll get smashed by Chelsea. Then we go on a run where we don't win the next 10. Everyone's back to normal again. And he goes, oh, I told you it was going to be crap. Where at the moment it is, so it's so good. And I said, I think we have to enjoy them moments because it has been so bad previously. Uh, yeah, so uh, Mark says, sorry, the wife came in and asked me to talk to the niece. Also anniversary and try not to piss her off. Hence the dog walk. Don't worry, Mark. Happy anniversary as well. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you spent it on the debrief and, and not with your missus. I hope she can't hear this and you're, you've got in uh, more trouble. But don't worry about it. I run, I run my household, so I know how it feels, mate. So it's fine. But yeah, I think I think that's the thing at the moment is people are, are kind of scared of now going down them lines. So it's like I said last year, I think we were very critical of Johnny Jackson. I would have been happy for him to be sacked last season. And I think that we've said, me and Danny have both said, we think the criticism last year is probably is still fair, but it's good that he's now taken on board the points that were made to him at the meet the manager, the points that were being made to him from people and, and speaking to him. He now, as I said on, on the podcast uh, Friday, he looks to me as a Wimbledon man now. He's coming over. Do you know what I mean? He's, he, he's, we're, we're singing the song to him again. That dropped off right last year. No one would sing We've Got Super Johnny Jackson for a large two, three months of the season. And I think he's now got it on what actually this club means to the fans. It ain't about playing pretty football. It's not about having Ronaldo or Neymar Juniors. It's about having good, honest blokes playing for the badge and playing for, for, for the team and bringing back people like Reeves have been a, a godsend. Uh, we said uh, Craig Cope uh, needs a song, and I'm hoping someone comes up with that because for me, Cope has been a revelation this year with regards to some of the players that he's brought in. I did see something the other day that someone, I think he's our ex-financial, I think he worked at the club, said that this is the biggest budget that we've ever put together, and he's a bit worried that that with regards to paying the bond back and stuff like that. I still think Cope's been brilliant, and the players that he's brought in, have been brilliant because the players he's brought in, he's worked with before, so he knows them. To get two Stockport lads to come down 
and play together when they would have known each other. They're, they're not strangers straight away. It's, it's, it looks like it's working. Bringing Bass in has just been, yeah, he's going to get better under Bezo. Uh, one, before I come to anyone else, one big thing for me yesterday was standing in that stand and everyone was singing Bezo's name. And I think he turned around and he loves it anyway, but I think it really meant something to him yesterday that, what is it, 1,200 fans were proper showing him love because this man's been with us for, what, over 10 years now and he's done wonders for our club and I think people forget what some people have done for it. So, yeah, it's brilliant. So. He, um, he, he needs, oh, sorry, he needs some kind of testimonial or something. I mean, it, it's, I that, yeah. it, it's a bit of a travesty. The club ain't, ain't done something for him and I ain't big on all the testimonial thing and that, but for what he's done, and what he's given to the club and what he's generated for the club as well. If you look at the young keepers he's bought through and the money he's generated for us, they've got to do something for him. So, you know, it's, it's a bit of an outrage, really. But, um, yeah, I mean, just quickly on Craig Cope, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't quite sure about him. We sort of saw a little bit of what he could do in January, didn't we? Obviously, you know, the, the word is that he was behind Ali and stuff. Um I think he's done miracles and he obviously, he knows this league. Yeah, he knows his type of football and he's obviously known the sort of people that he needs to, A, put together a team to look half decent in this league. But also, the other thing as well is he's put together a team that relates to us, the sort of team that we want to see. And I think that's been a really, really clever move. You know, he, he ain't just got 11 players out there that are winning in a style that we wouldn't like. He's put together people who you can see you'd want out there in that team. You wouldn't care if they were losing. You'd want them out there. And I think he's been blinded for that. Yep. Agree. As I said, I think the, the main two issues that we've had the last couple of years is saying that this ain't a woman and team. And you, the players are not, they've not been very likeable previously. Where actually these players are very likeable. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, a few of my mates were in Prague uh, this weekend. They're drinking in Prague. They're in a bar. They've, a couple of them got the old AFC Wimbledon, or the Wimbledon retro white shirt on. They're cheering the goals coming in on Soccer Saturday and stuff. And uh, they get speaking to a couple of lads out there. Turns out to be James Ball's good friends. Uh, so they said, and staff, and we've mentioned it, James Ball, I think he sorted them out around the drinks. So he was trying to sort them out around the drinks while they were out there. Do you know what I mean? And, say, and he, apparently they said James Ball, he loves it here. Uh, said that, He's got no chance of getting in the team at the moment with the way that Little and Reeves are playing. But he's going to buy his time, and once that time comes, he's going to try and take it, which is what you want to hear. That's what you want from a team at the moment with the depth that we have. And Little and Reeves both know that. Little knows that if he doesn't perform, Ball will come in and take his place. And I think that's one big difference for us this year. And for a player to turn around and go, look, I can't get in this team at the moment because the two players ahead of me have just been, just been mustered on the pitch. And I think that's the togetherness that we've brought in this year. And that's got to be because of Cope, Jackson. And, and yeah, and, and as you said, I think a few women and fans, myself included, are eating humble pie. Uh, but I'm happy to eat humble pie if I'm getting served up that every week. Do you know what I mean, Kev? Yeah, well, pl plenty of it, mate, without a doubt. And do you know what? It's a squad game. Yeah, you know, the pe people like Bull and that are going to get their chances, you know, with the way the refs are slinging yellow cards around, you can see people totting up quite easily, yeah, so they'll, they'll, they'll be there, That you know, they'll get their chances and the important thing is that they're ready to go and they, they need to step up without a doubt, but um, yeah, a, just a massive improvement really, isn't it? Yeah, mass massive and I, yeah, I, I, I'm all for it at the moment, I hope it 
long continues. Talking about the refs, I thought the referee yesterday was uh, really poor. I thought he let Sutton get away with their normal game of just pushing, shoving, everything they wanted to do pretty much. He kind of let go. Uh, and any time we touched them, they, they kind of fell down and got a free kick. But we last year, we would have fallen at the wayside to that kind of refereeing, to that kind of play, to the tactics. And we didn't. Uh, Matt's put, I still can't see past the PR exercise that the club have done on Jackson. He's changed his clothes, his touchline demeanour. is totally different. He's gone through media training over the summer. Feels fake. Sorry, just my take, Matt. That's that's all. That's that's your opinion, and, and you're welcome to it. Uh, I I disagree with it. I don't think that is the. I don't think he's gone through media training. He's he's a guy that came through Tottenham uh, youth, so he would have done all his media training at Spurs anyway. He's gone to Charlton. Do you know what I mean? And he would have had to do media training there because they live in this massive shadow of Millwall. Uh, he's now come to Wimbledon, a proper club, and I think he he. You've got to remember, this is really his first managerial job other than being at Charlton. So he, he, he was at Charlton for years. He was a Charlton man, went through the ranks, coached, managed. They didn't want him to leave. He got sacked by the old regime at Charlton. He's come to Wimbledon because he wanted to go straight back into coaching and managing. Do you know what I mean? And probably prove them wrong. And I, uh, I don't think he understood what we are as a club. A lot of people don't get Wimbledon as a club. They really don't. When they come in, and that's why I said before, people they said, "Oh, we didn't want a Wimbledon man because it's hard to get rid of." He wasn't a Wimbledon man, so everyone was like on his back straight away. And I think he he's taken on board the the, the comments that people have made to him, and that spoke to him at the meet the manager and stuff like that, and said, "You've got to be better. It has to be better. We can't have another season like that. You give us ten games like that, start of season, you're going to be out of a job." And I think he knows that if he was out of a job, he would have been. Uh, not getting another one for a little while. Go on, Kev. I am. Um, I mean, I weren't. I weren't his biggest fan last year by any any stretch of the imagination. I just think this year. I, I think we sold him a pup last year. I think when when we offered him the job, we promised him the earth, and you know he 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 got nothing. He got a load of, load of players who weren't his. He didn't want. He got kids for the bench, and uh, and really struggled. I think this year. We've probably given him what we should have, or what we were going to allegedly give him last year, which was without a doubt a half decent budget. You've got someone who's, you know, come in and helped him out with the, you know, player sort of buying and, and wheeling and dealing. So, I think I think you're, what you're seeing now is what you've had last year, but you've actually given him the tools to do it. And I I, I don't think it's media stuff. I think he's I think he's genuinely got it. He looks like he's he, he's got it now rather than just looking at thinking, fucking hell, what have I got here? I've been sold a right pup. So I, I, I think he's just I, I think he's just appreciating what he's got. No, I agree and I think it helps that he's got he's worked closely with Craig Cope in the summer. They've they probably uh, identified targets. Or, or, or an area that they want to go. I don't think Johnny Jackson probably would have gone, let's get Lewis and Johnson. He would have gone, right, we need two centre-backs because we can't have Will. People were saying it's mad that we got rid of Will on loan and we should never get rid of Will. He's, Will's a Wimbledon man, I get it, and everyone loves Will Nightingale. But the upgrade on Will Nightingale uh, and uh, who else did we have last year? Even the, the upgrade on Callum Bay, I think, with regards to Lewis and Johnson is, is massive. And I think he would have said, look, we need two decent centre-backs. I need another goalkeeper. I think we needed another goalkeeper because, again, a lot of people are not fans of Zanip. I'm not a fan of Zanip's attitude and stuff that he, he did at the end of last season. So we've identified that and said, 
right, this is what we needed to do. Uh, Sydney Bees put, what has JJ taken on board from the fans? As far as I can see, he's put his own squad together and we now see his clearly defined playing style. I sit in block 105 and his demeanor is exactly the same as last season. Uh, I, I, I sit in 119 or across from Johnny Jackson. I think he's uh, a lot more up front now with the, the fans like Colchester. I know we won Colchester. He was up there because of the run we were on, but he's there in front of the fans. I think the fans are kind of, again, I think the fans kind of probably agreed with Kevin a lot last now that they didn't last year because that we probably sold him a pup. We sold him something that wasn't true last year. And now he, he's got what he wanted and it was always going to be a tough season after what, what I can't remember what we went on, what run it was last year, but it was a really bad run of games. And anyone going on that run of games is, uh, is always going to struggle to keep a job. And he did. And he's, he's kind of turning it around at the moment. I know people are saying it's early doors, uh, but I said, I don't care at the moment. I'm just, I'm, I'm going out of football games with a massive smile on my face thinking, when's the next game? Can I get tickets for it? Can I get a train ticket to go there? Can I get round the misses? Do you know what I mean? If I buy her a load of clothes or shoes or something, will she allow me to go Newport? And, and I think that was different from last year where I was just sitting at home thinking, ah, oh, I'm not even going to watch this on iFollow or anything. Trev's put Will is injured already. See? So, yeah. It is mad. Everyone loves Will, but unfortunately, it, it was never going to work with what we needed and the players we brought in. So, right, I'm going to wrap it up now because, uh, as I said, it has been mostly me, Kev, Sanch, uh, Mark for a little bit until his missus told him he had to go and celebrate his anniversary. Uh, and Adam, thanks very much for coming on and speaking. Remember, guys and girls, this only works when people come on and have a say. They have they press that speak button or they send messages in the comments. Otherwise, you get an hour of me which no one really wants, to be fair. But, yeah, thanks uh, again for taking part. Thanks to uh, for everyone for listening. Again, we've reached massive numbers on this. We are the one was at a dream, the number one AFC Women podcast. Thanks again. See you soon. Come on, you dons. <laughs>